Welcome to Caribbean in Queens, a podcast featuring audio plays and interviews about Caribbean Americans living in New York City. Let's hear about Nyanda Kamuk, a Caribbean playwright born in Jamaica, and her play, Will We Make It? for another interview with another playwright. This time we're going to be talking to Nyanda Kamak, who is representing Jamaica in the Caribbean in Queens radio play series put on by Brata Productions. Nyanda Kamak, how are you feeling with this experience of interviewing people for this radio play? Uh, <laughs> how am I feeling? Uh... <laughs> or you can tell us how you're feeling now with COVID, because we have to do the check-in these days with everyone. How am I feeling with COVID? Um, I'm trying to cope. I am in a uh, rather peculiar place right now, but I'm trying to deal with that and um, to press forward because, you know, I have this to do, so my focus has to be on this right now. But so far um, this evening, I am, I'm, I'm chill right now. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, chill is quite the word, especially since it's been snowing. By the time this this interview gets aired, we're hoping for better weather. But what was it like interviewing the family? Tell us about that family you interviewed for this process, this playwriting process. Well, I interviewed uh, the Gordon family. I think it's okay to say the name. I'm not. Is it? That's fine, yeah. Okay, I interviewed the Gordon family. Uh, they live in, in Long Island. It was a rather interesting and eye-opening experience uh, interviewing them. I didn't, I must say that I didn't conduct the interview by myself. I had uh, the assistance of Mijan Webster and Javon Andy. They're both working along with me on this uh, project and they're the assistant and dramaturg. So uh, they helped with the process. Uh, what we talked about prior to that as a team was just basically having it like a conversation as opposed to a question and answer segment. Uh, so when we got together with the family, it was more that approach that we took. This was a very uh, interesting family, mother, daughter, mother, daughter, son, and father, family of four. Uh, very open and loving parents, uh, children who are very goal-oriented. Uh, they're successful families, basically what they are. And just to hear their conversations and their thoughts and ideas and how they processed uh, COVID and how they got through it was very interesting uh, because I know for myself and others that this time, especially when it com comes on to the mental aspect of it, it was a very trying time, but it was very uh, refreshing to hear a, a family go through going through COVID in a different way, in a different way. But also um, talking to them as Jamaican people now living overseas and having kids that have been born here. Uh, and the differences in how you were raised and, and the Americanness of, of kids and how they're raised here, all of that was just very different and eye-opening for, 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 for me. And also for, I, if I, 
for Javon and uh, Mijan as well. Quite a wholesome family. <laughs> a wholesome family. I mean, yeah, that's the kind of, that's the goal we think about for families, right? We all want them to be wholesome. And of course, if we break down what wholesome is, uh, culturally, that can mean so many different things. But I want to go back to something you said about the, you know, that connection with the family in terms of a shared heritage. And I'm Jamaican as well, you know. Uh, full disclosure, Nanda Kemak and I are friends. We're both playwrights, <laughs> we're both artists. And, uh, you know, we roped in each other and we keep each other accountable to our artistry. And one of the things that some of you may not know is the process, right? So we've invited playwrights to interview persons from their home country. So every, every playwright uh, that's a part of Caribbean in Queens will be interviewing someone from the country of their birth. And we just wanted to see what would happen when we put two, two people together, and in this case, two Jamaican people, or a, a number of Jamaican people who don't necessarily know each other, meeting for the first time, what happens in that setting. And uh, so speak to us a little bit about some of the shared experiences and about where you think uh, the differences are, because that's another thing, right? We don't want to um, uphold any of these stereotypes that all of us have six jobs. Um, maybe we all do. Some of us have ten. Um, but what, what are some of the similarities and differences you shared with this family? Well, for one, uh, well, how we talk. Definitely, it was much easier for us to speak. Um, you know, we speak in our dialect, and it was more easy for us to just be laid back and chill. But um, definitely, just like leading off what you said, uh, they don't hold down mm, six jobs and ten jobs. Yes, they're about um, success, and they're both uh, very successful in their their career fields, and uh, they've instilled that sort of. Uh, work ethic uh into their children so that's a shared thing because you know all of we come from jamaica and you know it's um it's a thing we still have that thing about work 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 we have that thing atta attached to work but um for me also it was sharing the experiences of living in jamaica one migrating here starting over again and then for to see them that they've built from you know I'm going to say, quote unquote, nothing, because that's not particularly true for the wife was here first. She had her family setting, but for the husband, he came here and basically started from scratch. Nothing, no one. You see what I'm saying? So um, yeah. with myself coming, moving away from Jamaica, coming here and starting all over again, we have that shared experience. Uh, and I don't know if that answers your question or if you want some more. <laughs> Oh, it's perfect. I mean, of course, listen, we're just conversing about uh, being in this country. It's an immigrant story. Uh -huh. It's just automatically, right? There's experiences that we share and that we have uh, coming from Jamaica. And then in the, there are ways in which we're different. Yep, too. definitely. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, speak, speak to us about so, some of those differences. Like, for instance, what, what's something that stood out for you, if you can't say without giving too much away, uh, when you interviewed them? Something that stood out for me was uh, the, the family, the family dynamic. 
how they relate to their children. You know, you come from Jamaica, everybody think that um, everybody, you're probably poor, or you probably come from a broken home, or you probably don't have that um, openness where you can discuss with daddy and mommy about certain things. That wasn't the case for, for this particular family. Um, so to see where, um, you know, structure like, I would wish you would go the traditional route of doing the type of jobs that you, you're getting, uh, and one child not necessarily going that route, you know, we are all artists and we have different things, but to still see that there was support in that era that, hey, that's not, you don't want what we want for you, but you want something else, so we're going to give you our full support. And you know, just see that, that definitely was something that jumped out at me. And, um, you know, so, yeah, the family dynamic is what struck me, how they relate to each other. I want to move to talking about now the relevance of telling a Caribbean story in a time like now. Um, COVID is, you know, it's all around the place. There is also, there's always been racial injustice all around the place. There's all of these isms, schisms, issues that we've dealt with and haven't seemed to cast off. And at times it can seem, seem like it's, it's, you know, this, this, we're Atlas and the world is on our shoulders. What's the relevance with all of what I'm saying now of telling a story like this, of centering family structure? The relevance of telling a story, especially now um, with COVID and everything that you just mentioned, racial discrimination, just um, differences, immigrant stories, all of that. Um, I think it's very important that we allow the Caribbean voices or um, in this sense, I'm Jamaican and I'm representing the Jamaican community just the different voices to be heard. I think there's a uh, misconception or notion that uh, everybody from the Caribbean is the same, we all speak the same, we all come from the same backgrounds, and we are clustered in, into one, just like when you have like um, the black community here. Um, everybody thinks that each black person is the same, we all look alike. We all do the same things, which is not necessarily the case. So I think it is very, definitely not. So I think it's very important that we definitely showcase the diversity of the Caribbean islands and um, the different history of the Caribbean islands and the things that, that, that are varied with, with all of us. And I think it's very important that um, our stories be told, but not just be told by outsiders, let it also be told by the people who have lived these lives and the people who know these things, um, so that the world can understand how beautiful we are, but yet still how diverse we are, are and how um, just just the different dynamics that make us, that, that, that make up our, 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 um, our people. And um, yeah, I just think it's very important, um, especially when you talk about um, discrimination and being immigrant and just some of the battles that we even face just by being an immigrant, you know? Um, so, yeah. What's the one thing you hold on to now when you think of Jamaica, your background, how you grew up? And, uh, yeah, what's that one thing that kind of keeps you going? The one thing that keeps me going is, uh, would be the strength of the land, the greenery, the strength of the land from where I come from, that we are, yes, a strong um, people. But uh, the other thing that keeps me going is also understanding that I'm, I 
I too am different and I just need to embrace who I am and my differences. And not to give too much away, but we, you know, we have to talk about the actual audio play. So this is always a carefully um, crafted and executed question in terms of what can you tell us about Will We Make It? Did I get that title right? Yes, yes, right. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Will we make it? Will we make it through COVID? Will we make it through uh, quarantining? Because, you know, when you're now in one space and there's no way of getting out like you're supposed to be locked down, will we make it when you start seeing differences and you start now getting to know people differently and understand different sides of them? Will we make it through that? Also, will I make it back to my country? And I'll just leave it at that. Mm. Oh, my goodness. Isn't that it, right? Because that's another stereotype about us, uh, especially when you're part, when you now become a part of the diaspora. Uh, a lot of folks will have to say, you know, we leave and we say, yeah, man, we're going to build something, you know, we'll save a piece of property. We want to invest back in the rock. And a lot of people have it in their mind to go back home, to retire. And some see that happen and others don't. Um, where do, you, where do you see that? Have you ever thought of it? Did the plan change? I know every now and again I waver, right? I need a piece of the rock. I want my beachfront property and, you know. <laughs> I've had those same thoughts. The beachfront property, probably know, you know me, love nature. You're, okay, you know? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, with, yes. So, I've thought about the beachfront property. I've thought about owning a home that I can go back and vacation. Um, yes, I too waver, but I mean... Who knows? Who knows what will happen right now, especially 2020 um, taught if taught all of us, I think. But um, I, I definitely have to speak for myself. It taught me um, some of the things that we hold so dearly to us not to hold so tightly. Mm -hmm. um, so who knows what the future will bring? But right. I mean, and will we make it? Will we make will it? We make it? <laughs> will we make it? <laughs> Manda, we look forward to, to listening to this play. Uh, and I, uh, you need to tell us a little bit about who's directing this piece, too, and, and that collaboration. How's that going without giving too much away? Well, you know, it's the fabulous and dynamic um, Tisha Duncan. <laughs> um, and uh, Tisha is an actor, director, teacher, just a wonderful all-around person. And that how the collaboration came about. Hmm. Uh, was it you? <laughs> I'm not even sure because we are running the same circle, but I've worked with Tisha before. So, I mean, whether or not her name came up or, or, uh, or I thought about her, definitely once you hear Tisha Duncan, um, my antennas just went up. But I must say that she is, wow, she, she is so supportive right now in every sense, every word, every sense of the word. Uh, and she's looking forward to doing this. And we actually spoke today briefly, so um, we should be meeting uh, shortly. But I'm just saying that she's looking forward to this process and she's open to the collaboration and I'm open to the collaboration as well. And it's always good when you're creating something or you're uh, collaborating on something that people be open to the process, so yeah. Good, and we are looking forward to it. Is there any character in particular that you want us to look out for or you think that we should be looking forward to hearing? 
Hmm, I really don't want to pinpoint anybody, you know, but I know that daddy is kind of like, hmm. We should look out for the daddy character. All right. <laughs> Say no more. Say no more. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this, this has been wonderful. Just getting a little sneak peek, everybody, into Will We Make It, written by Nanda Kamok, directed by Tisha Duncan. And you will be hearing the play come Wednesday. So please listen out for Caribbean in Queens radio play series brought to you by Brata Productions. I've been talking to the writer, Nyanda Kamok, of Will We Make It? More time. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> <laughs>